From the playing fields to the sidelines, from Florida to California, from the Big 12 to the Big 10, welcome to the wide world of RAF. Live from the 93.7 The Ticket studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here is your host, Chris Raff. All right, everybody, we are back again. This is the Wide World of Raff on 93.7 The Ticket. It's Wednesday night. It's 9 o'clock. I'm here with the man, the myth, the legend, Harrison. We had a week off last week. I was on vacation. so Down in Alabama. Down in Alabama. Yeah. How was it? How was the vacation? It was good. It was a good time. Absolutely. I will say, every time your music starts, you have the most explosive intro. I wanted to bring it. That's awesome. I actually enjoy it. It wakes you up. Yeah. You know, you get these late hours. If you're in your radio, that'll yeah. get you hyped. It's get like, your plug hey, going. What's going on here? Yeah. It's an awesome intro. And uh, the Breeze is up there, too, because he's got, oh, yeah. obviously, he's got the WWE intros. Oh, yeah. That's kind of hard to beat. Those were always awesome. Oh, yeah. That, I, I was last year, they were doing WWE intros or whatever and talking about each other. Was that you or those? Running the board that I can't remember who it was, but yes, it was me because DP and Haas and I Haas and on, DP just went on. Oh yeah, that was a heater of just talking. So a, much fun. They did like 15 minutes yeah. talking to to each other only through like WWE superstars, like and, classic lines. Oh, then last night NXT. I don't know if you saw it or not. No, the, I didn't. I'm usually here, so I don't get under, a chance. The Undertaker made a return. Did he? Oh yeah. Let's go. Let's you, go. Had, you had Let's John go. Cena and The Undertaker. Well, John Cena's kind of getting beat up. The way they're writing those storylines, it's like they're setting John Cena up yeah. to like kind of take the fall to build up He's passing, uh, pa- L.A. Knight and passing guys like the that. torch. He's passing the torch. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, The Undertaker made his appearance last night, so that was pretty cool. I'd love, love to see that because, again, that's kind of my era. Undertaker, uh, John Cena, the fact that George River thing. Got to <laughs> give John Cena credit for that one. And then RKO out of nowhere, oh, big yeah. one. He, in, he's due to return it. That's what I'm kind of thinking. He had a serious back injury, but the talk is he wants to return, which I think you save him for a WrestleMania or the or the day after. So. I mean, his line, RKO out of nowhere. I'm sure that's tucked in the back pocket, and that oh, they will yeah. get to use that. I mean, he's got the perfect time. Like, his signature makes him such an awesome person to have in the back pocket. Oh, yeah. Because it's going to fit. You can just put him in the dark, wait for everyone to forget he about him. He shall return. Mm-hmm. The RKO. Speaking of RKO... How about them Broncos? How about them Bears? You won. We got to win. You won. They played. Did, did they play for the for the love of Dick Butkus? I, I think. I think once Dick Butkus passed, it was either going to be the Fighting Illini yep. or the Chicago Bears. I'm See, happy that, it was the Bears. That scared me a little bit when he passed away the day before the Nebraska game. So I was like, "This guy's oh, going to be fired." No, up. I was like, "This is not a good situation for Nebraska." But thankfully, the Bears took the mantle and got the victory and the Huskers were able to beat Illinois. So that was good. Give him his honor. He's still got one of my favorite quotes kind of talking about his hall of fame speech. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm unique. Cause I just like hitting people and running them over. If that yeah. makes me special. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just, they have just true to himself. Uh, he, always. Was, he was, he was, I, I actually saw him once down in Atlanta. This was probably my senior year of high school. And we were walking across the street and he was getting out from a cab and I don't know what happened, but we saw prime Dick Butkus just rip somebody's. Oh, it was insane. But it was awesome because, you know, when you're growing up, you hear all these stories about Dick Butkus, yeah. mon- monster of the midway. And the next thing you know, there it is. And you see full-fledged Dick Butkus 
just going nuts on somebody. It was that was pretty cool. Kind of had the same fear that like a Ray Lewis had. Yeah, you know, just, yeah. just obviously, you know, maybe a different, different kind of fear, yeah. but different different scenarios. <laughs> you know, if you're Ray Lewis fear, you didn't want to be that wide receiver coming across the middle. Yeah. No, <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, I mean, that was that was man, a lot of memories there. I love going back and talking old time football. That's we'll have to do that one of these days, especially when you got like guys like Dick Butkus. Those are fun guys to talk about. Oh yeah, <laughs> too in many a, good stories. NFL films. I was talking about that the other day. That Steve Sable and Ed Sable. His dad Ed is in the NFL Hall of Fame. Steve Sable needs to be in the Hall of Fame also. I push for that too. I want it to be Steve Sable, Chuck Foreman, and Roger Craig going to the Hall of Fame at the same year. That'd be cool. And within the next two years, Chuck Foreman's due. Yeah, past due. It's it's a travesty that he's not in. And mm-hmm. then you go back and look at all these those old Vikings games, and he's he's the best player on the field. You know, Fran Tarkington, Chuck Foreman. I mean, that's those are your Vikings. Then you had the Purple People Eaters on defense, but on offense, Foreman and Foreman and Tarkington. So, all right. Well, let's get to this week's picks. We got it. We got it. We got to talk some more football. Since I wasn't here last week, we were zero and zero on our picks, which I think that was probably our best week ever. We finished five hundred for the week. So, I actually think the week before that, just because we zagged so much. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go back. I think I actually did pretty all damn right. good that week. Well, I know I didn't. Broncos lost. So then I know I did again. well because I think we pretty much disagreed on yeah. at least you know two out of every three. Yeah. But let's see if we well, get no, it right. Actually, this I would have won on the Broncos. The Broncos played the Bears, didn't they? Yeah, that was one on that one. Yeah, that was about the only one. You <laughs> and uh, man, that was and you just barely. Those were the good old days. I'm excited to when we get to the Broncos because I would love. I can't uh, wait for your analysis of uh, how they can turn yep. those things around. Is it yeah. Russell Wilson? Is oh, it the coaching? Oh, Is it the defense? Uh, Is oh. it? Yeah, it's it's a rough year. It's a rough year, but we'll save that for the end. Yeah, we'll save it for the end. <laughs> we can give the analysis on that. So we'll go with our first game. It is. We'll go to Sunday because the Broncos Chiefs, of course, you know, is tomorrow night. So we'll save that for <laughs> last. Start there. The best for last. All right. So we got Sunday at 8.30 a.m. overseas again. This you one got, in London or Germany? I'm not sure. I was going to look it up and I Let me look it up. Forgot. I think this one's in Germany. I think so, too, because I think the London ones were the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Because that's I think eventually we'll be there part-time home field, which I think it already is. They played two straight weeks there. So yep. they might want to stay there. Got in a roll, two games in a row. Well, I think uh, any of those overseas games, like the Jaguars, if you can if you can win that first one when yeah. you're both on a neutral site, yeah. if you're Jaguars, like they're hanging around for a week, they're not flying back. Yeah. So the other team that's got to fly up there, it, it definitely, I think it serves as like a huge yeah home that, field well, that's advantage. Right. They talk about all the time that maybe the NFL going international and, and basing a team overseas, and I I just am like, eh, I don't know, I I like what they do now. If they want to do three games a year, four games a year overseas. I'm good with that, but I think every NFL team should be in the United States. Yeah. Just I'm, throwing I'm, it out there for travel, just for travel, safety, everything. I think it should just be in the United States. If they want to play games every once in a while overseas, so be it. That's great. But the core NFL team should be in the United States. Yeah, and it is at uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Oh, Hotspur. The old Tottenham. Yep. So that'll be a good one. Uh, but you want to start there, right? So yep. Ravens, Titans, 830. Ravens. Ravens, Ravens are kind of rolling right now. Looks yeah. like they're picking up some momentum here and uh, feeling pretty pretty confident with that. Yep, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Ravens also. However, they've got to get some more um, production from their receivers. It's been rough goings for for Lamar Jackson. I know a lot of people are starting to be like, "Well, Lamar Jackson," but it's like 
He had a ton of drops last week. Yep. He's got to get production. <clears throat> um, Beckham, you know, he where's he at? He's got it. They're paying him a lot of money, and he's been, you know, not even not even there. Like maybe a catch here, a catch there. So I think you got to get some production there. You know, they're fighting. You know, they have you know Gus Edwards, Justice Hill, Ibex. I mean, they're they can produce, but you need to get some production rece- receiving the ball. Mm-hmm. And then the re- Titans, I don't know. I mean. I love Derrick Henry, but it seems like every week now it's like twenty-eight carries, sixty-three yards. Yeah, I mean, the whole, you're not you're not really scared. The only person you're scared of is probably Hopkins, but yeah, and that's, does he have a quarterback that can get him there consistently? Are there other weapons around Hopkins that can kind of you know just prevent the defense from really locking in on him? Not really. So it's basically take away Derrick Henry, which teams yeah. have been doing. You'll get yourself a win. It it still to this day them getting rid of AJ Brown is the craziest thing that they've ever done. I agree. You had you had Tannehill that was playing at a pretty good clip, had a great season, and then you get rid of your number one receiver. It's I still <laughs> Mike Vrabel, he's still just gotta be upset with management for what they did there. But they had a rolling for a little bit though. Oh, they did. But the, the Titans were just a team that you had a guy that could take the top off. Mm-hmm. You had a running back. So if you put eight down in the box, boom, over the top, AJ Brown. Well, then all of a sudden you get rid of that. Then you think that you're gonna bring, you know, a rookie in and take Eric Henry's stiff arming linebackers, yeah. not just the corners. So like, yeah. it's just it's a nightmare. Definitely, uh, big, and you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, definitely one of their biggest whiffs. Yeah, for trading, getting rid of him. Totally. So we both got Ravens on that. Ravens. One. Yep. Yeah. Okay. We'll move to the next one. Ooh, another another slugfest. We got the Washington Commanders at the Atlanta Falcons at noon on CBS. Commanders versus Falcons. <laughs> this one's at. Atlanta as well. And Atlanta, yep. I'm actually going to go with the Commanders. I, I think the Bears showing was pretty bad on defense. I think the Bears offensively actually might be figuring some things out here. But, yeah, we'll go with the Commanders. I think last week, losing to the Bears, bad showing, but Dick Butkus passing kind of felt like the Chicago Bears had that one in the bag. We're going to roll with the Commanders. Commanders. Yep. Okay, I'm going to switch. I'm going to switch this week. I've been pretty big on the Commanders. But I'm going to go with the Falcons this week. I think if you keep on playing around with the Falcons, they're going to start to really believe that they can win. I, I'm not sold on Desmond Ritter as the quarterback, but B. John Robinson, as they say, B. John, B. John, B. John, he's a good player. That, oh, yeah. that catch that he had, almost the behind the back fake. And sooner or later, where are you, Kyle Pitts? Good Lord. They, they can't figure out how to unlock him. I, for I, don't, some reason. I don't get it. They need to trade him. Smith is getting more touches. <coughs> they need to trade him. I, I think so. Trade if, him. If, you, if you're not going to use him, yep. you might as well Gotta get go. some assets Gotta back. Go. Yeah. Broncos will take him. <laughs> Broncos will take anyone. <laughs> yeah, you're they're, right. They're at a point where... Uh, yeah. No. We'll, we'll save that. I'm sure yeah, you're super excited I'm, to I'm talk still, about that. But yeah, I think um, it, the more you give the Falcons that chant where they start to believe... I think you, you have a pretty good nucleus there. I mean, I know Kyle Pitts hasn't done anything, but you have Kyle Pitts, you have Drake London, Desmond Ritter, if he you know finds his way, I think the Falcons can be, and they're at home. Um, What is it, the Mercedes-Benz? Mercedes-Benz, I believe it is now. I almost said yeah. Georgia Dome. No, Mercedes-Benz. Going back to the old days, the old days. But um, I'm going Falcons. Okay. Uh, I... Uh... That was a tough one. I said commanders, yep. but yeah, I'll, I'll roll we with di- it. We differ again. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. 
That's good for ratings right there. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to the next game. At noon, we got the Seattle Seahawks versus the Cincinnati Bengals, led by Mr. Joe Burrow. Bengals are struggling bad. Jamar Chase popped off one time against the Cardinals. No, they played good last week. They won. Against the Cardinals. Was that was that the Cardinals? or No, they... Yeah, last week, Cardinals. October 8th. Oh, okay. 34 to 20. That's the only game where it really popped off so far. Jamar Chase. Yeah. See if his finest stats here. Yeah, 15 receptions, yeah, 192 yards, yep. three touchdowns. They're back. They're back. Think so? I mean, it's it's still gave up 20 to the Cardinals. Uh, you know, without a pocket, Hercules back there. They're back. Seahawks. I don't think they're back yet. I just you going don't. Seahawks. Yeah, I'm going Seahawks. You going Seahawks? I think Arizona is a little bit of. I mean, they beat the Cowboys, but Cowboys just up and down roller coaster in general. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I'm not buying it yet. Give me, give me two, three games in a row, and I'll be like, "All right, right Burrow's back." But all until right. then, they put up some stinkers. I don't, I don't think it's totally fixed yet. All right, I am going with the Cincinnati Bengals. Cam Taylor, Britt, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. It's time, Zach, Zach Taylor. The return of the Bengals. It's happening. You kind of saw it a little bit last week. I know the Cardinals are not a good team right now, but. I saw something from Joe Burrow that I have not seen the entire season last week. Can you tell me what it was? Confidence? Health? <laughs> confidence. <laughs> Joe Burrow always has confidence. Confidence in the line, I should say. Because that changed for him. They he held him up well. He was throwing the ball downfield. Yeah. So that shows me that that leg's feeling better. The first four games of the season, he was not throwing the ball. He was not pressing the ball downfield. It was a lot of checkoffs, a lot of short stuff, a lot of dagger routes. He was throwing the ball downfield. So I think that right there showed me that Joe Burrow's back. And I think the more he can press that ball downfield, that's the more that's going to open it up for Joe Mixon. So I'm going to go. I'm going with the Bengals. Bengals are back. Mark it down. They'll be there come December or January whenever the playoffs start. Yeah, I mean, so you're you're saying Joe Burrow's just he hasn't been healthy. Now you're nope. starting to see the health, and now yep. you think it's turning the corner. The more he's the more he's pressing that ball downfield, and he's able to throw with authority downfield. That's going to open up everything for the Bengals' offense, and it's going to snowball. And then come December, come January, the Bengals will be around there somewhere. Yeah, I mean, the, I don't know where they'll be. They always start peaking around later in the season, anyways. Yep. It's kind of in the Bengals for yep. for whatever reason. Slow starts, yep. crazy hot finishes. So this is their time. It's at Cincinnati. I'm going. I'm going Bengals. All right, we differ again. I got Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, this is a good one tonight. All right, we'll move on to the next game at noon on CBS. We got the Indianapolis Colts versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags. Trevor Lawrence. Travis Etienne. Yeah, give me the Jags. ETN is a monster. Yeah. He, he's, he had he's, a big game last week, too. Mm-hmm. He's had multiple. He's been consistently. He's kind of one of those running backs that doesn't get talked about probably enough. You know, if, I think if we ranked running backs before in the preseason, yeah. I think if we redid it, I would definitely move him up. ETN, move yeah. him up. I mean, yeah, I, I Travis ETN that. is a monster. He's he's great. And then, uh, again, they're just kind of, that offense just looks like it's getting more comfortable. Obviously, great time in London. Coming yeah. off some wins. So, yeah, were, I'm rolling Jaguars. Because when they left, when they left the States, they were – they were struggling. That was my team where I was like, man, I really was expecting big things out of this team this mm-hmm. year. And then they came out and kind of laid an egg, and I'm just like, oh, my goodness, what's going on? And I will say this for Indianapolis. 
I like where they sit with their quarterbacks with an injury. Like most NFL teams, if you lose Anthony Richardson, you go to your backup, you don't have one. But I I really think Gardner Minshew, he, he's, a, he's a good quarterback. I think he could probably be a starter in the league. Oh, yeah. But having Gardner as a backup, that that's huge for them. But I still think that um, Jaguars, Jag, the Jags will take care of business. And sooner or later, too, you've got Calvin Ridley. You've got, the, you've got some big playmakers. So I will go with the Jags as well. So we will we will be the same on that one. Okay, moving on here. Which uh, one you want next? All right, we're going to the next game. We got the Carolina Panthers at Jake Sorensen's Miami Dolphins at noon on CBS Sports. Panthers, Dolphins. Super locked Dolphins. And let me find the spread. I might even want to super lock the spread Ooh, you're on super this lock. Oh, you're, going, you're getting crazy this week. Panthers are hurting going out <laughs> this year. I mean, uh, they just, yeah, they don't have, they don't really have any answers. Not looking good for Bryce Young. Adam Thielen kind of being their guy that they brought in to be their target, who's <laughs> just been very obviously far away from his peak. He's still a good receiver. He's been putting up, I think he had like nine or 10 catches last week. Because he's their guy. But the problem is, is, <laughs> It's like nine catches for like 90 yards. It's not, yeah. you know, those nine catches for 160. or No, he's just a smart. I mean, he's still a great wide receiver to have. But, I mean, if he's like one of your primary targets, yeah, that's not good. Well, that's what I thought last year with the Vikings. I was like, I was like, he had pretty much dropped to like a number three last year. Mm-hmm. I thought it was KJ, KJ and um, Jefferson. And then, and then Dylan was getting a catch here and there. He was having like because I, I had him on fantasy, so. but he made it. He made it. I think he made a great move going to Carolina for his for his career. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm going with the Dolphins and a guy that I look for to have a big game is Tyreek Hill. He's kind of been a little bit quiet the last couple games and Waddle. So, yeah, the running game's really kind of taken over and then, for Miami. And even with you got to remember, it, it used to be a chain. Now it's a John. He's out. He injured his knee. So it's Wilson off the IR yet. I don't think so, but they have they have Raheem Mostert, so mm-hmm. he'll be there. And you got Tua; they still have enough. Spread what thirteen and a half? So yeah, I mean they're covering the spread too. Ooh, I, I, ooh yeah. that's risky. Thirteen and a half. NFL's hard with that that big a point spread, but I think Dolphin Dolphins win. It'll be close to thirteen and a half. They might go over that now that I think about it. I just don't see like how the Panther. It's it's at home. Miami's rolling right now. The schedule's going to get really tough here. I mean, hopefully, the only thing is you can call it a trap game for whatever reason. Kind of how the Cowboys well, and the Cardinals, you know, everyone's like, okay, Cowboys easy. Here come the Cardinals. Yeah. No, nah, I'm nah. not <laughs> not in Miami, not not Carolina. Yeah. They take care of business here. All well, right. Three on that one. Dolphins it is. We match again. Okay. We'll move on to the next game. Oh, <laughs> Oh, at 12 o'clock on Fox, the one in four Minnesota Vikings against the Chicago Bears in Chicago, Soldier Field. Here's what you're thinking right here. Get your tickets. I would love to get those tickets. I'll tell you right now, I'm I'm going with the Bears, obviously. I'm never going to pick against them, but I'm I'm actually, I don't think it's outlandish Vikings obviously having their struggles but offensively like Justin Fields is having a sneaky good season again look what the Broncos did to him they they made him right they made they actually did struggling fiercely and then the Broncos came to town and (laughs) since then he has been electric electric Mm -hmm. um 
Their defense just got to get stops. If they can hold the Vikings just, just enough, I mean, I have some pretty good confidence the Bears are going to be able to score, you know, over 24 points. 24 maybe is probably like what I'd put it at. I'm pretty confident in, but yeah, Vikings, they're not looking great either. This isn't like a stretch to say the Bears win this one. All right, I pick the mm, Chicago Bears. Really? Yes. You're going with the Bears as well? Uh, Vikings don't have Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they're struggling. I mean, you're going to have, you know, KJ Osborne and Jordan Addison out on the, out at receiver, but the bears, like you said, they've got that offense clicking a little bit. The running game is seems really like, good for him. It too. seems like they've got Justin Fields. He's not being a robot. He's playing his game. It's at Chicago. Um, Vikings. I think this is the game that decides for them what they do with Kirk cousins. I think if they lose this game, I think they start maybe looking at trading him because he's only on a one-year contract. Mm -hmm. So at the end of this year, I think they're going to look at moving on from him. So I think this is the game. If they don't get this game, I think they look at trading him and getting something for him. I mean, it'll be a late-round draft pick, but it'll be something instead of nothing. Um, They don't have Jefferson. Bears kind of got things going a little bit. They probably should have beat the Broncos, but hey, great teams rises to the occasion. <laughs> that one, that one's even hard to watch. You say it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going. I'm going with the Chicago Bears. Alrighty, I like that music to my ears right there. And then it'll be interesting to see how it works out, you know, because I keep a close eye at the at the draft, the draft. So yeah, Marvin Harris is the big grab. And the Bears right now have what number one and number three, I believe. Yeah, number one. Well, they should have number two. That's one and Pan two. That's the Panthers pick. Okay, so they have one and two. Broncos, I think, are three. But see, the Broncos are going to have to decide what they're going to do. If they if they drop another game, it's like, then you got to start battling against the Vikings because you got to believe the Vikings are going to want a quarterback. The Broncos yep. are going to want a quarterback. So then that, that battle begins. Good Lord. Battling for the <laughs> bottom. Tons of fun. But then maybe the Bears will start winning a lot of games and clear out of there. And then I don't think the Bears are actually going to try to <coughs> drop games. So I, no, so yeah, they're. I mean, I think they're set at quarterback. I mean, it, just, at the beginning of the year, I was like, okay, field struggles. They're going to go quarterback. But now, if he continues doing what he's doing, I think you've got to you've got to stick with him. Well, so much of his career, I just felt like his coaches not handling a young quarterback yeah. well, and like that Denver game to me was kind of like nail in the coffin it's yeah. like can you give this guy a shot and let him win a game yep. you have the ball it's tied up take the field goal yep they go for it take it out of shotgun for whatever reason against the broncos they yep. don't get it and now broncos go score and you're like hey justin fields go save us yep you could have had the game tighter you didn't have to it's just un unnecessary pressure on him all the time i feel like they could just help that guy out yep. but for whatever reason hasn't been the case but offense is clicking the run and running game strong believe in those bears yeah <laughs> Bears, Bears, you know, the Bears. I think they're turning a corner here. I said that. Here it comes. I said that every year, but it's happening. This is it. <laughs> it's happening. All right. So one more, and then one we'll more, and then we'll throw it to break. Oh, this will be an easy one. We well, maybe we'll see. Okay, we've got at noon in Cleveland. We got the San Francisco Football 49ers, the cats meow of the NFL right now, mm -hmm. versus the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland. At noon, 49ers at Browns. 49ers played a heck of a game Sunday night. However, you got I think you got to watch out a little bit for a letdown because when, usually when teams, and we've seen it all year this year. We every saw team it with Miami. That has came out and at Buffalo, we saw Buffalo yeah. against 
Every team that's played really, really well has been kind of flat that next week. So could be a little bit of a trap game for the 49ers, but I, myself, select the San Francisco 49ers. I'm also taking the 49ers, but Jay Foreman did say this is a game to watch. Yeah. He, he's kind of on the same wavelengths that you yep. were. Uh, and he does think out of all the teams that are going to be able to kind of push the 49ers physically, it's yeah, the Browns. The Browns got like that's the team that probably matches up best with statistically them right now. the Browns got the number one defense in the NFL. Yep. But I just think the 49ers just have a little too much. I mean, they just you they, take something away, they'll counter. Oh, they take got, that away. They got like three counters for everything you do. I mean, you're not even you haven't even really seen much of like the Debo Samuels. You know, Brandon Ayuk, he came off injury. He didn't really, you know, do much last week. Had like 60 yards receiving. Mm-hmm. You've got Christian McCaffrey. Then that defense, I mean, Fred Warner, I mean, those that defense is so good. Now you're going to have Bosa and, hey, there's Gregory on the other side. Yeah. And watch yeah. them find a way to unlock Randy Gregory. Oh, yeah, you Especially watch. when you have Bosa on the other side. He'll have 10 sacks in the final 10, 12 game. It'll be something crazy. Stacked linebacker core. Like, yeah. just good luck. So I'm going, this is, if there is a game that they drop, I actually do think it's probably the Browns, just because yep. matchup-wise, it's probably going to be the only team that's best to do it. But, yep. yeah, I'm still, 49ers I'm going, got too I'm many going weapons. 49ers, too. 49ers it is. All right, everybody, this is the Wide World of Ralph on 93.7 The Ticket. We'll throw it to break. We'll be right back, and we'll, re- or we'll cover some more games.